Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of Real Advice with Katie Day and myself, Stephen Kim. Today we have the Jason Pantana, and I have the most epic intro for this world-renowned coach, speaker, and just all-around awesome human being. Jason Pantana is one of the most sought-after national speakers and trainers amongst real estate professionals and businesses. Armed with his wealth of knowledge and strategies in sales, social media, and online marketing, Jason arms audiences and clients with tactical insights to build a smarter business. In 2012, Jason worked with the National Association of Realtors as a speaker and facilitator for a tour of conference events aimed at fostering new ideas in the real estate industry called Rethink, the Future of Real Estate. In 2013, Jason became Director of Learning Engagement for the leading real estate brand, Coldwell Banker. While there, he spoke nationally, developed numerous agent training courses, and produced large-scale conferences focused on increasing agent productivity. Finally, in 2016, Jason joined the world's leading real estate coaching and training company, Tom Ferry International, as a coach, trainer, and speaker. Jason is the ever-popular host of one of the most popular training seminars called Marketing Edge. His dynamic sessions are arms professionals with the tools they need to stay current, competitive, and above all, successful. In addition, Jason presents a myriad of regional and national real estate conferences throughout the U.S. every year, such as the Women's Council of Realtors, Inman Connect, and the National Association of Realtors Convention and Expo. His energetic style of delivery and perceptive outlook will inspire you to reach your highest and best potential. Mr. Jason Pantana, thank you so much for your time, Super Coach. What did you, did you find an old bio or something? <laughs> it's the power of the internet. I took a bunch and I just made it into this one. Jason, coach. he's been researching you for a while now, if you didn't know this already. Um, one thing, Stephen, that you did leave out is in 2020, Jason and his family ha uh, got a very gorgeous doodle. So oh, that's, yeah. her name's Rosie. She's, yeah. she, she's a mess. She's a mess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, clearly I think Steve, I, he wanted to start at birth, but figured that, you know, we didn't yeah, have enough time to go that deep. So um, I guess in your words, or if he didn't already cover your entire life, um, how did you get to where you are today? And I, you know, obviously you, you've worked with many national brands, you've, you know, done your own thing. You're now with, you know, the Tom Ferry organization as, as a great real estate coach and speaker. Like, how did you get to where you are today? Um, well, that's a, I appreciate that. And, and Steven, thank you for all your empowering <laughs> to find that bio and read it verbatim. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like seven different uh, websites. I had to like, you know, it's it's interesting. I've thought about this before. I, I do I do feel fortunate for the opportunities I've been able to have to work with agents and work with brands and do the work I get to do. And I love what I get to do. And I think it's important to be passionate about what you do. I think you're both very passionate about what you do and it, it, it rings true in the work you do. Um, I have certainly had people who've stepped in my life and they've been critical like waypoints in terms of where I've gotten to where I am. I mean, first it was because it wasn't, I you know, I was initially a failed musician in Nashville. And so it's, it's about finding the right, I don't want to go. I didn't I add that in your bio, by the way. You know, that's not in the bio. <laughs> we started after that. <laughs> I think, but it's like, you know, sometimes you're forcing a square peg in a round hole and sometimes you get in the right lane and it's just, you have the opportunity to go. Mm -hmm. And I can think back in my career and there were people in my life who encouraged me to go into real estate. There was a broker who took a chance on me and invested in me getting licensed and helped me be successful in the beginning. Um, there was a nationally renowned CRS speaker and massive real estate leader at that firm who saw potential in me as a speaker and started throwing me opportunities. He's the one who got me that rethink national association of realtors job. And he's, he's a friend today. And he's, so it's like, there's always been somebody which then led to the job with Coldwell banker, which is where I met Tom Ferry. And it's, it, it's, 
I think it's a matter of saying, you know what, life's going to happen the way it's going to happen. I don't control the circumstances around me, but I'm going to keep a positive outlook and look for the opportunities. And if they're if they're in front of you, you take the opportunities. I know that's kind of a vague answer, but how did I get here? By saying yes to the opportunities that presented themselves along the way. That's how I got here. Um, and I'm fortunate for it, but I don't take the credit for it either. Um, cause I think a lot of things showed up for me favorably and I just tried to rise to that occasion. If that makes any sense at all. Well, you've definitely rose to the equa- uh, uh, occasion. Um, <laughs> and the equation. Rose to the equation. It's the teacher in me, sorry. So, you know, this is the question we like to ask at the end, but because you've kind of presented the platform in this sure. way, can I ask, coach, and for people who don't know, like Jason's my coach. Uh, and he's he's incredible. And I had to stalk him for him. I, to say, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, can I actually tell a story about when we went to marketing edge and you're like, I'm going to ask Jason to be my coach. And you were like, so like excited. I, was, I don't know if he ever told you that Jason, but no, he did not. No, no. Cause I know you get asked by thousands of people. I know you do. You're, you're waiting. That's a stretch, it's, but it's-, it's, it's close. It's close. Um, can I ask though, coach, like, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And it's a question I like to, like to ask at the end, but you, you talk a lot about the opportunities presenting themselves to you, you saying yes. What might that look like in 10 years for you? It's funny. Um, so this isn't something I talk about publicly very often, but here we are. I don't want to hide from it. Um, so Tom Ferry over the summer, he said, um, I, I, was, I just turned 36. I was 35 over the summer. And I'm like 15 years younger than Tom. And he said, in 15 years, where do you want to be? Which is me at 50. Um, and he had me write a letter to myself at 50 that he wanted to review and he critiqued it and he pushed me <laughs> harder. Um, and I spent like two weeks working on this. Thing. I mean, it was a lot of effort over the summer. We were, and it was, but it was a really rewarding experience. And um, vocationally, the thing that is on my bucket list, and I remember Bill Pipes asked this as we were going into the new decade. This was in 2019, not knowing what 2020 had in store for us. <laughs> he asked us, what do you want to do? What's the big thing you want to accomplish? And for me, I've, I have dreamed of being a best-selling author. Like, like that's what I want to do in the next 10 years is be able to take the training and the content and all the coaching. And I want to be able to put it into books. I really want to be able to write. And I want to build that platform as an author. That's That for me is what, will I do that? I can say I will. Yes. I'm going to, I mean, I, that's what I'm going to work toward. Will it look like that exactly in 10 years? I doubt it. It'll look like something else because I'll say yes to the opportunities that present themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's the thing that's written on my, again, this is embarrassing. The thing that's written on my uh, letter to myself is a five times bestselling author at 50. Wow. I got some work to do. Okay, good. Well, at least I, we have evidence it. of it on the, on the podcast. I know, I know. Put it out there. Yeah, that's that's the goal. There it is. Yeah. There now, it is, did, bro. Did that vision slash goal stem from your role as being like a national speaker and trainer, or was it something like early on? Because I know you had shared with me that your mom used to be a teacher. Was it something early on where you're like, you know what, I like writing? And maybe- uh, no, it wasn't early <laughs> on. It was it was early on in my career in real estate when I first started yeah. entering the realm of speaking and being um, kind of a fanboy of. TED Talks and authors like Seth Godin and Gary Vee. And then I met Tom Ferry and all these people. And I saw what they did. I, I love I love content creation. I really yeah. do. I like being able to put it out there and communicate. And I think a book would be a nice little kind of compendium of that. Um, and it's something that my wife is pushing me. I've been pushed a lot this year that it's time to start doing something on that front. Okay. So we're, we're, I got to take some steps. I have some, I have some growth ahead of me that I have to figure out how to achieve. 
to do it. I'm so excited. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I don't know. I got to figure it out. I don't know how to do it yet. So, whatever. Awesome. Awesome. Katie, I know you had a, a question about uh, getting kind of tactical yeah. uh, with, with the super coach. So, <laughs> with Steve's super coach. So, um, <laughs> you, have things, super coach. I, you know, yeah, but uh, my crush on him isn't as big as Steve's crush on you. So, oh, but everybody's got a crush. I know your coach. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what we wanted to kind of talk about was, you know, I think everyone these days is focusing on digital and focusing on social mm. and focusing on like all things interwebs, right? So what would be something if you said like, okay, this is the one old school thing that I think everyone should be doing or the one old school thing that I think will never die, right? What's your one like tried and true everyone should old do? Old school analog or can it be old, old school, but technically still electronic? Um, I love that we have to go that deep. Um, either, either, Both. it's up to you. Both. Um, <laughs> so I would, I would tell you like my old school and this may be new school for some, is send out your email. You need a good email newsletter. You really do. I was talking to a client yesterday. She got two listings out of her database because um, she sends a once a week email newsletter that she pours her heart into. And it's a really good email newsletter. I would say if you're not doing that, I mean, especially now with privacy changes coming on with, with Google and with Facebook and with Apple and all these things happening, yeah. the almighty email is going to become very important in 2021 and beyond. It always has been. It never went away. Yeah. So I would say like a tried and true is, look, marketing is a form of communication. If you have an audience, a past client, sphere of influence, whoever whoever likes you, knows you, trusts you, could hire you, could refer you, your job is to stay in front of them and add value. Your job is to communicate. I can't think of a better format to do that on a repetitive basis than maybe like an email. Mm -hmm. um, so I would put that as a tried and true. The other thing I would say Normally I would have said open houses. That's a little bit of a weird one right now because <laughs> yeah. I really do think they're important. Yeah. And I really have seen them be operationalized in a powerful way. I've even seen people having success with them virtually, but I'm not going to use that answer today just because it depends upon where you are and yeah. the efficacy of doing that. I would say, you know, Tom Ferry made a comment that said, um, every one of his personal coaching clients, he made this comment like two months ago, every one of his personal, personal coaching clients sends direct mail. Every yeah. one of them. I know it can be cost prohibitive, but it's like, there ain't nothing wrong with a postcard. Now, 55 cents a stamp can add up. So it could be a cost factor, but I would say sending out direct mail is another way of staying in front of people. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. it totally makes sense. And I'm, I'm a proponent of direct mail and uh, Andy C and I actually got into a, a little, he, like a, I wouldn't say argument, but discussion on doing EDDM or hand stamp envelopes uh, yeah. the other day. So it was just kind of funny. What was the outcome? Who won? <laughs> um, I mean, I was like, I'm still going to do what I'm doing. I'm not trying to target every single home. We have a specific curated list and that's why we're not, you know. So you're not doing EDDM? He's I am like, not. He's like, just buy the route and send it everywhere? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> I mean, um, but obviously they started out like with sweat equity door knocking and, you know, so they've they've gone through many iterations of mailing and, and I know, you know, we'll get to his level eventually. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like marketing is about communicating a message. What are the options to get that message out? Look at your budget and see where you can get the most bang for your buck mm. and be multi-channel. I mean, if you're only going to do email or only going to do direct mail or only going to do billboards or only going to do one thing, you're going to be limited. But if you diversify your your, uh, your marketing channels, you're going to create the illusion of more content. You're going to have greater impact with your audiences in terms of branding. Love it. 100%. Love it. So let's piggyback onto that. So let's kind of fast forward into today's environment, today's century, uh, climate, yeah. sorry. What's the one digital tool? 
that you believe every realtor should have in their real estate toolbox. Like so, newer? We're talking yeah, newer? Yeah, like newer. So, you know, we talk about video, 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 but let's get a little bit deeper with that. So maybe it's a specific piece of content that's going out or whatever. Like, what would that be? What would that look like for, for the realtor today? Um, can I give what I think is kind of, it's, it's on my mind a lot lately. It's probably sure. a little bit more of a complex answer than what you're asking. I'll evolve your question a little bit. Okay. Um, yes, we talk about video, video, video. I, I don't think there's a better medium to communicate with an audience about who you are, what you stand for, your values, your competence, and all those things in this world of digital than video. It's the most vulnerable. It's the most real you. It's the most useful in that sense. Obviously, I'm not suggesting that it replaces calling somebody and having a conversation. Um, I I did a post a while ago that said content and calls. Those are the two things like make your content, make your calls, move on with your life. That's, that's really the bread and butter of this business. You can be like, who do I call? When do I call them? What do I say? Yes, we can drill down to the the specifics of it, but it's producer content. That's your, like, I think about a, a PhD at a university. Um, that PhD is responsible for a certain study or a field or a knowledge base. They've got to maintain their competence by publishing new journals and all that kind of stuff. So they're continually relevant in their field. If they go to a college and they just basically crawl into a hole, they lose their relevance. I would say the same is true in this world of digital where if you're an agent and you want to be the agent of choice, if you're not creating content, you're losing your relevance in the marketplace, whether or not you know that. Some people are like, well, I don't, I don't want to give away all my secrets. And I'm like, they're not secrets. (laughs) They're not secrets. Wait, this is not rocket science. (laughs) It's you selling a house. And the thing people are really buying is you and the feeling about your competence and your knowledge. Um, so here's my answer to your, your question, I suppose. I, I think, yes, it's video. I'm going to say it's broader. It's it's having a content plan. Mm. You need a con- every agent, I believe, needs a content strategy. It can be a really big one or it can be a very basic one. Within that content strategy, the things I care about is, A, are you in- integrating video? as a st- Like it could be going live on Facebook, just doing an IGTV, just doing a video on your phone and posting it on Facebook. Is there video in your content mix? I would argue at least once a week as an absolute minimum. Okay. It's some kind of a video. It could be a market update. It could be a tip. Um, it could be whatever, some kind of a video. Um, and I think that, so first of all, you need a content like cadence. What am I producing on a weekly basis? Okay. Is it like, I look at yours, Steven, yours is incredibly robust. I think you're producing what eight video shows a week right now. Plus you're supplementing in with your just listed, just sold listing videos. Epic yeah. listing videos. Yeah. I think you're creating more content than Gary Vaynerchuk at the moment. <laughs> you're doing a lot. <laughs> Although he, he creates a hundred pieces of content a day. So he's chopping, slicing and dicing a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I would say the first thing is coming up with every agent needs to have a set content rotation. What are you going to produce on a regular basis? And the second thing is they need a plan for circulating that content. Where in the heck is it going to go? I see a lot of agents who are like, well, I posted it to Facebook. And I'm like, and what about LinkedIn? What about YouTube? What about Instagram? What about Google My Business? What about YouTube? What about all, I think I said that. What about all these different platforms? Important. Yeah. It is. So I, I would say to that question, it's really about what your content look like. And maybe drill down more specifically if you want more nuance out of it. Okay. What's one thing every agent needs? They need a content mix. They need a content cadence. They need a content plan for all of social. Is that too broad? No, no. Would it be safe to say, Coach, that calls will get you here, but content plus calls will get you here? You because- know, I, I would actually, I, I love that. 
And I think that there's truth to that. But the way I think of it is, in my head, content is scattering the seeds and watering, watering the the heart, watering, waiting for the crop, waiting for it to grow. It's growing that audience. And then calls is harvesting. It's when you go out okay. to the field and you pick it off and you take it yeah. back in for the for the harvest. Um, I love it. That's the way I look at it. Uh, it's really hard to harvest the crop that hasn't been properly nourished. Mm. I, I know this illustration breaks down. All illustrations break down at some point. The other thing I think about is one of my coaching clients in DC. He started doing video about two years ago. And we asked him like, hey, what was really the biggest? And he, I mean, he did it at a high level. What was the biggest benefit to doing video? And he said, when I call my sphere, they take my calls and they're excited to hear from me. <laughs> and I was, he was not being sarcastic. Like no. the pump, you're yeah. literally priming your audience. Yeah. Um, oh man, I love that video. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So all of a sudden that, what could have been super awkward, distant, cold conversation has been warmed up because they've been seeing your stuff on social. So it warms up your audience. Could be past clients, could be sphere of influence. Could be leads who are just kind of on the edges watching you. Could be people you have no idea who are watching you, but you're warming them up with what? With your brand. They're hearing your voice. They're hearing your your mind, your point of view, your thoughts, your expertise, all those. They're seeing your personality and they're getting a sense of you on display, whether or not they want to work with you, refer you and so forth. I love it. I love it. It's essentially getting our sphere off the fence or sorry, not, not a sphere, getting us off the fence as realtors to make those calls. Because it's yeah. the number one thing that I get from every single person that I call is they always talk about one of the videos, yeah. very first and foremost. And the second question is, they ask me, how's the market? Right? You primed them for that. Yeah. yeah. I think it's I think it's bang on, bang on. Uh, Coach, I know you're super busy. So we have a couple of, uh, couple of last questions. Uh, so Katie, do you want to go with the last question? Then, oh, Sorry, second last question. Then I'll hit uh, Coach with our favorite question of the podcast. Oh yeah. The best um, question. Nothing to do with real estate. My Great. boring question. Um, we just, you know, obviously there are so many social media platforms out there. Um, you know, and, and as you kind of just said like, Oh, well, I put my video on Facebook. Where else do you put it? What else are you doing? If you only had one for the rest of your life, what would it be? One social platform channel. Oh, but I love them so much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm an overthinker. Here comes my overthinking. <laughs> I, would, I would obviously choose Instagram. And, and the reason for that is quite simple. Um, that's where I have the largest audience currently. <laughs> it's quite simple. And the other reason is, is because I find Instagram to have the kind of variety and content that I want. I like that I can have videos and photos and I can write commentary. And there's a broad mix of the types of content that it will accept from me. I like that. I like the mix. Um, if I had to pick a runner up, I would pick YouTube. YouTube's not strictly a social network. It is a hybrid. It's also a search engine. Um, I just like YouTube because YouTube rewards high quality content and YouTube gives me something to chase. It gives me something to be excited about creating really good content. And the thing about YouTube is YouTube's a challenge because I hear a lot of agents say, I, don't, I can't get subscribers on YouTube. It's so hard. But I got, when I, when Instagram opened up, I got a bunch of people who connected with me there. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. It's the same people who you were friends with on Facebook. So with these traditional social networks, yeah. it tends to be the same audience, not completely, but in large part, there's a, there's a bulk of the same audience on Facebook, on Instagram. They're your friends, they're your sphere. And there's others who find you through hashtags and things like that. But on YouTube, the power of that search engine can open you up to a world unknown to you. Mm -hmm. So if you can really really figure that system out. That's potential. Like, and I look at Tom Ferry, Tom Ferry's got, I think probably close to 200,000 Instagram followers, but he's got double that on YouTube. 
Yeah. Why? Because the system rewards his high quality content. And so much of it too, right? Like it just, yeah. Well, on YouTube, you can actually get away with YouTube with more breathing room. You don't have to create a video every day for YouTube. And in fact, you'd be hurting yourself if you did. So you can really, if you're somebody who's kind of a perfectionist and wants to really create great stuff, YouTube's a good spot. Awesome. Awesome. All right, coach, we'll hit you with the last question. Hard hitting uh, question. Go. See you, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is a hard hitting one. So This is a hard hitting one. This I hope is, you're ready. Really have people know who you are. It's your last meal on earth, not to sound too morbid. Coach, what are you having? What is your go-to meal? Like this is the last meal. Yeah. Boy, that's tough, man. I mean, of all the questions you hit me with today. I know. What, what time of year is it? <laughs> Uh, let's say summer. Let, let's look to Ooh, the summer. That complicates things for me. <laughs> I mean, I think I would go with, I think if it's summertime, okay, yeah. let me just give you the, help me multiple choice this. Okay, okay. Normally I'm going to pick like a chicken Parmesan or a lasagna type of thing because I am I love Italian food. Okay, okay. Like, like home cooking Italian food. Okay. But if it's summertime, I am a sucker for a really good burger. I really am. <laughs> I thought you, you were going to say salad. <laughs> no. It's the okay. last meal I'm going to eat. Got it, got it. So a, Italian comfort food, if it's a little or bit a burger. Or a burger in the summer. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, would you seriously pick a salad for your last meal? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I would pick a salad if it was covered in burgers and dumplings and yeah, noodles. And... I've seen Foodie Friday. It's not salads. It's never salad. It's never salad. Uh, awesome. Well, Jason, just wanted to say thank you so much for your time, for all of your wealth of knowledge that you've shared with us on the podcast. Uh, I know people listening are frantically making notes like they always do when at Marketing Edge or when you're doing anything with YouTube or creating the massive amounts of content that uh, you're producing. Uh, Jason, one last thing is where can people find you if they don't already know you? Where do you exist? Let's connect on Instagram. So I'm on uh, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Facebook, whatever. I am simply Jason Pantana on any platform. Um, Link with me on Instagram at Jason Pantana, Clubhouse, Jason Pantana. It's fortunately for me, I've got a unique last name. And so I pretty much have claim to any any of the accounts I want. So it's Jason Pantana. And you do, Coach, because when I was Googling you all last night, it was Jason. Jason Poon. It's never been easier. It's never been easier. Amazing. Amazing. Well, again, thank you so much, Coach, for your time and uh, look forward to hearing from you in the years and years to come. All right, man. Y'all have a great week. Thanks, Katie. Thanks, Steve. Have a great one. All right. Talk to you later. See ya.